So, do you guys have a bucket list? Yeah. Of things like you want to do? A list of the kinds of buckets that I own or want to own? <laughs> uh, Jack Nicholson. I don't know that Morgan I Freeman. I guess I sort of have a bucket list, but it's like a... Like, I'm so non-committal about anything, it's like a bucket list with an asterisk that's like, if you get around to it. If you get around to dying. Because you're like, you don't even Not if I get around to dying, if I get but around like, to doing if you the had things. Like, but if they were like, okay, you have six months to live, you would be like, these are the things I want to do in those six months. Yeah, I was pretty sure I needed to start making out my... Because I was determined that I was going to die yesterday because of my headache that I had all day. Like, yeah. I'm going to die. And so I was like, I need to start doing things because I don't know how much longer I have to live. I feel like if I had a you're going to die in six months thing, I don't even know that I really have like, a, oh, these are the things I need to knock out. But I also feel like I'm like the kind of person who would just be really depressed about knowing that I had six months left to live. And I'd be like sitting there counting it down. I'm like, oh, now I only have five months and 29 days. Well, I think I'd be the kind of person that's like, I quit my job. Oh, well, <laughs> that feels like a thing, but not really. I couldn't see that's the other thing. I couldn't do that because you're like, you don't have anybody to be responsible right. for. I've got a whole family. If I quit my job, then they're going to be really messed over when I finally do kick the bucket because I'm not going to have life insurance. And then you'll have used up all of them. <laughs> I won't have any life insurance for yeah. them to get when Shut I die. Shut the squeeze well, in different. your fun activities and work breaks. <laughs> but like, like single guys like us without a lot of commitments. Yeah. Maybe a little more wiggle room. Yeah. But I, I mean, even like a regular old bucket list. I guess the things that I feel like would be cool to do in my life is what I consider it. Not things that I need to do yeah. before I die, okay. but things that would be fun to have done. Well, just, let's just say one thing that's on ours. Uh, I guess, like, for me, I still think it would be cool to actually write a novel. <laughs> like, something that, like, an yeah. interesting, good novel. I mean, okay. I haven't written an, a not interesting, not good novel. You want to write a but, good novel. But I'd like to not only have written a novel, but it to be worth uh, something, you yeah. know, like, worth... Reading. I always say that be a published writer is one, but like, what does that mean? Like, you could self publish, right? Check. So if I'm, I guess if I'm dying in six months, I can like do that. It won't feel as good, but I'll be like, I guess once I die, maybe my book will become popular. Maybe yeah, be I'll like push for it. Posthumously famous. Like he was, this book was really good. I always worry that all my stuff, like once I die, then I'll be like really famous, and people will be like, oh, his stuff was cool, and it's like, well, I didn't if even only enjoy knew it. he was alive. Like it, <laughs> that's like so many of the like the older artists. If you die, can I have your uh, Super Nintendo Classic? No. What? I already got that slated to give to somebody. Really? Not when I die, like I'm gonna give it to them now. What? But what about when you die? Like the moment you die, I can go get it from that <laughs> I person. Go retrieve it. <laughs> Sorry, you died. To me? I didn't. Ah, jerk. Sorry. Not really, it's okay. I can just emulate those. I mean, don't use emulators, kids. I'm to bleep out like the last ten minutes of this three minute podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was so into the bad. last one too. Um, probably me on a bucket list thing I would like to do was. Uh, play like a big show, not like a big show, but like with like, like people. Cats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like play music in front of people. Yeah. Just period. Like at like a big like with like, I don't know if I like started a campaign like a band that I like like hey let me play with you because I'm dying. Oh, you want to play with <laughs> a band? Yeah. So you don't want to be like you, the, up, like, you don't want to be like with... the Zach Taylor experience. You want to be like Zach. You want to play up there Jimi with Hendrix. like Maroon Five. Right. Okay. <laughs> I thought die. I thought you meant like. Zach Taylor no, performing eyes, performing so for the 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 Schwartz wedding. No, like I want to like go up on like somebody's like 
They'd be like, I'm dying. It'd be really cool if you let me play with you guys. Oh, for like, like, a show. Well, like, is it true? Like, that we need be, proof. That could be a thing, like a make a wish. Because people like, could do that yeah, all the time. Make you need a to, wish. Yeah, exactly. No, What's but like, I would prove it by guitar. like, this is my Throwing doctor. Bring <laughs> <laughs> your doctor to you to the concert. <laughs> but then you'd be like, this is my like doctor. A, like a medical I assume that you're. It's me just with a white. Like, we can do it now. Me with a white lab coat. Are you going to try and set this up officially? Are you just going to show up at the concert with a poster that says, I'm dying? Let me play with you. I would assume it would be official. Please invite me on stage. I, mean, what I they, will be dead tomorrow. Well, they could be mad that you don't die. <laughs> that seems a little like, rude. What a liar face. No, right. You're still alive? What a jerk. The pure power of rock and roll kept me alive, We guys. hope you get the disease that you pretended to have. <laughs> Why would you... <laughs> <laughs> but somehow I still like them. <laughs> Maroon 5. Maroon 5. <laughs> yeah, I don't no, I don't really feel like I have much of a bucket list, but maybe it's just like a lack of motivation to bother having one. Mm. Another thing I've always wanted to do, which is really lame, and I, this is what I say every time somebody says something about, about, about a bucket list, is I've never eaten out a food truck, and I really want to eat out a food truck. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of lame. <laughs> but like, it's not I that exciting. I don't know that I've really eaten... I, got, I, I don't know that I've eaten from a food truck if I think about it, but it, it's not something that's going on the bucket list. It's like, for I me, could, it's like... I could make that bucket list... I, I could tick that off any day of the work week. See, I can't. Well, I do. I, do, I work in D.C., and right. you work in the middle of nowhere, so exactly. there's two different things, I guess, but... I'm a lumberjack. There's a, I mean, even in Woodstock, <laughs> which is still the middle of nowhere, there is a taco truck that comes and parks in the Rite Aid parking lot. Yeah. I would eat there, but I haven't because I don't go to Woodstock. Well, now I've told you where there's a, you know, you don't have to go all the way to D.C. You just go to Wasn't Woodstock. Wasn't there a food they also, truck? They also do a donut truck there. Does that count as a food truck? Well, we have a donut no, truck. I'm, I'm thinking more like a taco, taco truck or like. I, I'm told the taco truck's good. I just haven't been there. I should stop there sometime. But yeah. I think they also, you have to pay cash. That's fine. I'll go to like an ATM. I'm just saying, like, I don't ever have cash on my person, so if I'm like, yeah. taco truck, then I'd be like, stay there, taco truck. I've got to go to the bank. And they'd be like, sorry, man. We're leaving in sorry, five. Dude. Now that you've warned us, we're out of here. <laughs> this guy's crazy. Now that we've warned us, you're going to pay us. <laughs> yeah, we right. got to get out of here. <laughs> that guy's coming back with money. You see them we don't speeding want that. away, tacos <laughs> flying out the back. <laughs> you look like a food inspector. <laughs> we're gone. <laughs> Yeah, there's actually a guy in. Uh, so this is not really a this is not a food truck, but there is another guy in Woodstock that sells like shrimp and crabs. I think out of his truck. That's weird. Yeah, I but I've been told like allegedly, I guess he goes down to the city where it was caught, and then mm. you know loads up the truck and then brings it back. Uh, and they're supposed to be good. And they just like steam it or fry it or whatever it is. I think they give it to you and you take it home and steam it. I don't even know that he steams oh. it for you. I think it's just got it like on ice. Mm. But I don't figure that's food truck either. I would I would hope that the food truck cooks it for you. Right. Your, your your definition of a food truck is not just a truck that has food in it. Right. Yeah. But it's, it's, like, it's, it's a restaurant grocery shopping. Yeah. Could, be, could be considered so, that. Now I feel like we gotta do a food. Maybe we should all do a food truck together to cross this off of his bucket list. Next like time, we like we get a food like we run a food truck together no, and we get him to perform with Maroon Five like we make a whole weekend out of it. Yeah, and maybe we can. <laughs> I do don't like, like Maroon Five. <laughs> maybe they're performing in DC. Right. No one, you there. didn't say that you had to like the band that you wanted to perform with. You just said you wanted to perform with a band. Well, I have hope that I would like it. You will see what we can we, do. Yeah, it's, but it's whoever alphabetically <laughs> is performing next in we our area. We have to make jo- Zach's bucket list come true. Foundation. Yeah, uh, don't, it might we aren't like made a, of money. A performance of Mamma Mia. Like we like. Can you? He's dying. Can you get up there and do Dancing Queen? <laughs> I am the Dancing Queen. I mean, that'd be cool. I've been paid to Does, see that. Would that count? Mamma Mia, being like on Broadway. 
I would do it. Yeah, even if it was like a local thing, they're like, he's dying. He's not that good. It'd probably but be he's a, a play he's never he's, seen. He's in. He's in the local production with the with the college kids now, and that's and that's counting as just as much of a bucket list item as playing guitar I, with Bon Jovi. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't want to go Bon Jovi. He seems like a tool. It's anyway. It's Bon Jovi or college kids. Bon Jovi from college. Bon Jovi's college age kids in a in Broadway like, production. in a college production of some of like Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Yes. Not even a musical. <laughs> you get up there and you do a few lines. No, I feel like t- like it, it could be like a separate thing on the bucket list like that I don't need to do, but it's like, you want to be in this musical that people are watching? I'd be like, yeah, I guess. To sing? I guess. I'm not a great, I'm not a good singer. So with that, when you check that, would you be able to check that off of the budget? Bu- the budget. Would you check that off of the bucket list or would you like put that on the bucket list with an asterisk next to it? I put it on the bucket list with an asterisk next to it. Okay. Like, if I can't do the thing where I perform with a band that I like, I'll do the musical thing, I guess. Alright. Broadway. 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 Um, so I've only ever Broadway. seen like one this is not Broadway, but I've only ever seen like one show like that. Like, like a live think, play. Like a, yeah, yeah. like a real thing. I, I well I went to like oh I know those murder mystery dinners where you like actually eat food and watch them do a play. Mm-hmm. And that was like probably like I said, like the local college kids probably right. doing it. Some local theater dorks that aren't ever going to get anywhere in life. Yeah. Boo! Wow. <laughs> but uh, I went to the Kennedy Center, I think it is, and saw Phantom of the Opera. Oh, that's so that felt cool. like a real thing to have seen. Yeah. Which for all they I know, put on a are, good show. For all I know, those are college dorks. Also, <laughs> they put on a good show in Shenandoah. They usually have a couple. College Shenandoah. kids, Shenandoah. They usually have a couple college kids, so they can say it. But most of them are professional actors from right. somewhere. They're like the local production, yeah, starring these guys. It's got from one New York. college kid who like carries a plant onto the stage, and he's like, "I'm a student. I'm studying law." And then the rest <laughs> of the people are like from Hollywood or something. <laughs> but they'll do a pretty good, pretty dang good show. Yeah, I think I've the never best been there. One, but but that's because no one invites me. Looking at you guys, I don't invite. My anybody. favorite thing that I saw there was hairspray. And I'm a unashamed really fan of Hairspray. Little Shop John, of Horrors they did a really good job with. No, he wasn't. There was a guy who did it. And he talked like this the whole time. What else have we I've seen? I've never even seen the movie Hairspray. Is that how the character talks in the movie? Uh, no. In the movie, he talks like with a, a Baltimore accent, but in the play, he always talks like a smoker. But John Travolta did his own thing. Uh, I don't even know what a Baltimore accent is. It's think, about, not, it's, think about our dads. <laughs> they don't really have a Baltimore Done. accent. No, probably not. Anymore. That's what I'm saying. Like we're from the general area, but we don't. He, have I don't know accent. if he, John Travolta. I think John Travolta is trying a Baltimore accent. He always <laughs> he tries to do like his thing and then does something. He's else. He's just being a John Travolta, and everybody's fine with that. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's I got you. Movie, I mean, he also had to. He also had to dress like a woman and stuff. In that, he had a lot yeah. going I mean, on. So he was. A, I mean, he's playing a woman, right? Yeah, he's yeah. playing the mom. Yeah, that's just a thing in the show for some reason. I think be a woman played. Yeah, yeah. But he's not. I think that's the first. Right in the play, he's not a man who dresses. No, it's actually he is a woman. It's just that he is the actor is a man. It's supposed to be like a kind of like back in back in the day, like not convincing, like Tinkerbell or not Tinkerbell, but Peter Pan would always be played by women back in the day. Yep, same kind of thing. Yep, it's a good. It's good. I recommend it. Hairspray. The movie is good. Yeah, I like it. You like every version of Hairspray. I've only seen the two. But the movie is a good. But you like both of it. I like both of them. Which was better? Play definitely. Play was better than the movie. It was crazy. Do, and does, cool. do plays have more time than movies? Yeah, yeah. they're usually longer. So it's kind of like bet when is like the book versus the movie. The book's always better because it has so much more yeah. things. It's not always better. Sometimes the movie will pull it off better. Like but. I like Little Shop of Horrors, the movie, better than the play. Yeah, because it, it cuts yeah. out some of the stuff that I don't like. I felt like that movie was so weird. It, it is, is weird, but it has really good songs. Does the play have the ending 
that the movie decided not to go with. Where, yeah, yeah. Where the like the plant like kills everybody everything. dies. That's yeah. the play version. So they cut that. I remember reading that they cut that out of the movie. Yeah, and they it's have a, a way better ending. It, and they have a version without it. Yeah. Josh owns the version with it because that's the better ending. I, I don't. I feel like I saw the movie all the way through, but I don't remember a lot of it. I know that like I guess, um, uh, what's that guy? Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis yeah. is yeah. the main character, and then like the bad guy, the quote bad guy, because I guess it's just like his the girl he likes boyfriend or yeah. like that is Steve Martin. Yeah, right? he's yeah. like a and dentist. He, and is yeah. that he the first guy that he feeds to the plant? Or is he? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and then doesn't that then that, I guess that sets off the whole. Right. Does he start feeding other people to the plant, or the plant starts getting his own? The food? the plant uh, eats he, the shop owner. Spoilers for Little Shop yeah, of Horror. Yeah, but they kind of make it like. If, I mean, I don't, you know, whatever. But he doesn't kill the he doesn't kill the dentist, and he doesn't like outright kill the shop owner. But like with a shop owner, it kind of is like his fault. He like keeps accidentally. Yeah, the first one's definitely an accident. Like the the dentist accidentally kills himself, but yeah, he but suffocates. Rick Moranis like, doesn't help the him. Laughing gas. And the the shop owner, he kind of like makes him back up into the plant, so it is more Rick Moranis's fault. Mm. And so at the end, like the movie pretends like none of that happened, and then he gets a happy ending. But the play is like he's got a. He's got to, you know, pay, face, pay, yeah, pay his, his dues. dues, and he dies, too. Everybody dies. Mm. Anyway, it got dark. That was <laughs> a weird side <laughs> A weird little path. We recommend it. <laughs> we recommend shows where everyone dies. I do like um, unhappy endings. I think Hollywood yeah. tries mm. too hard to make everything unhappy have endings are good. heavy endings. Shakespeare all the started time. it. No, I I can't. When that happens, I just feel empty and sad inside. Right. So that's my thing. I actually like you like feeling empty. When I watch a show or whatever, and like or a movie, and it ends, and I feel like really like psychologically like beat around and stabbed and stuff. I like that. You know, it was good. I know it was good. I don't like how I feel. I feel empty and like yeah, and all that. But But the fact that it but the fact that I feel that way always says. Well, I guess that That's means impressive. it was a pretty good movie. Because there's things where people, <laughs> well, all the people it. die, and you don't feel that way, right? Because you didn't care about and the characters; like, oh, they didn't do it well. Movie, yeah, yeah. Right. And you don't have to die or have an unhappy ending for me to be affected. But I feel yeah, like yeah. a lot of times, those are the ones that affect you most. I agree. For me, I agree. Honestly, the most affected I've ever been in a movie is when. Odie ran away and <laughs> how did I know that's what you were going Garfield. Say. Garfield. I've, I've never even seen the Garfield movie. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> but as a kid, I cried during that moment. Did mm-hmm. you? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying. I wonder. Uh, I wish I could tap into that and just be like, what was what was like the first movies? That I, I cried cry through. At? The problem is, as a kid, and still, it's just my reaction. I cry at everything, and it's not even like sad scenes. Sometimes just an intense chase scene. I'll just tear up, which is weird. I'll just, like, somebody's like, they're like, oh no, we're not gonna make it. And I'm like crying. I'm starting tears are streaming. I'm like, why are you crying? <laughs> it's just like me, reaction to moments like that in movies. Like, all of Finding Nemo, even the parts that aren't sad, I cry through the whole thing. I definitely get sad about things like that are supposed to be sad movie, or sad moments in movies. Like dogs dying. And like, I'm, I am easily manipulated by the, we create, this music is specifically going with this scene because it yeah. makes it extra sad. Manipulated but I definitely don't have a, uh, I don't know what that is. Crying at chase scenes and <laughs> car accidents. It's not thing. everything. It's like usually like high emotion moment. Like even if it's not a sad emotion. Yeah. They're like, something's really intense. They're like, oh, we're not going to make it. And I tear up. Pretty much if somebody's like crying on screen for like a good sad reason or whatever. Especially then, an old person. Then they'll, <gasps> okay. they'll hit me. The oh, hardest gosh. I've ever cried as a kid at an unexpected moment. Groundhog Day. When he's trying to to save the old homeless person. That's making me sad now. Remember that part? Because he mm-hmm. goes through and he, he like he gets him and, and he then he dies. So hard. And then he saves him and he dies. And like at the very end when he's trying to save the old person the last time, I'm like a kid watching that with my parents. So I'm like, this is the worst. 
worst thing that's ever happened in the history of mankind. You can't save me, old man. Oh my. That's a great moment. <laughs> it's making me sad right now just thinking about it. That is a great it. movie. I remember moment. being very sad. That's in that so movie. sad, but it's such a perfect. They did it so well. Yes. That's a good, good movie. Bill Murray is a good actor. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that's why he's all about doing the serious thing now because he's like, look, I got these acting chops. The indie stuff. Yeah. Like Steve Carell. He's doing all stuff Steve like that Carell. now. I saw the commercial for yeah, that. He's in a lot Steve more Carell serious. Thing. Yeah, he doesn't, do con- he doesn't want to do an office reboot because that's, he, that's what he does now is the. The, the new one you're talking about, I was talking about the one with the dolls yeah. and all that stuff. I know, I saw people are like worried that they're going to like have ruined it because there's a real story about a guy and there was a documentary about it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'll still see the movie. But I haven't seen the documentary. Because he's not like. I mean, I'm not opposed, but. I think, yeah, he's a good actor now. Yeah. Now, not that he, yet, you know, but you know I, really. I saw a thing on on YouTube that actually Steve Carell and Steve Colbert actually Steve came Colbert. up together. Steve, I think Steve Colbert. Yeah, yeah, they were on this, yeah. I think Colbert was actually Carell's understudy, and then they did, like, a lot of acting together, uh-huh. and then, like, Carell got called up to the show. I don't know if it was, like, SNL or what it was, but then they, like, decided to do They uh, did a show together, Colbert didn't they? Too. It wasn't SNL, uh, but they did the, something uh, together. The Daily Report? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. he was in yeah. But that yeah that so I think Carell got hired and then they told him that they went to hire Colbert and he was like can I can I be there when we call him right and then Colbert was talking about how he had like a little baby and uh, and he was so excited but the baby had just fallen asleep so he's like whispering on the phone call and they're like are you even there like you know and he said he went he went into the other room and he closed the door and then went into his bedroom and closed the door and then he went into the bath in the shower and then started screaming for joy <laughs> because the baby was out in the living room <laughs> sleeping uh, but yeah. Way to leave your baby in attendance. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming that his wife was also there. <laughs> you can assume all you want. We can fact check. But, but you know. <laughs> Where were you on the night? We're going to have to get, what do you call it, uh, Child Protective Services involved. <laughs> Though this is probably so long ago that the child's already an adult. And he probably pretty messed up. Like, he wrote his own, like, the memoirs where they the kids call out their celebrity parents for being a terrible parent. <laughs> That's coming out soon. I always just at that moment. That is like, kind of weird to think about. Like, what would it be like to be the kid of someone who's like a famous, famous person? I guess all depending on just, if they're a good guy or not. Or right. Regardless of whether they're good or not, yeah. it just has to be weird to be like, oh yeah, my they're dad's in, in all these all the movies time. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. I feel like I don't know the answer to that question. I mean, well, I feel like we <laughs> obviously <laughs> we don't know the answer. Yeah. I just I just wonder how a weird. A few it examples be. I think of is. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's kids I heard that they really hated that her name was an Uptown Funk you know Uptown Funk oh that she's in the, her name her name the was in the song like they mention it so every time because all the kids were listening to it and every time they a kid would hear her mom's name so they're like that's your mom Michelle Pfeiffer because she's a celebrity and they hated that uh-huh. so that's my that's my glimpse into being the child of a celebrity <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer's children deep insight wow Michelle Pfeiffer. Was, who is she? Real good. Uh, Catwoman. Catwoman. Okay, I was, I, that's yeah, what yeah, I yeah. thought, but I wanted to make sure. Yeah. Oh, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Fun like fact, early in uh, the game Apple to, Apples to Apples, uh, <laughs> we were playing this, we were playing it, and uh, somebody used the Michelle Pfeiffer card, and uh, I'm not a, you know, I was an even worse reader back then, but I pick up the card, and I'm like... <clears throat> Michael Pfeiffer. <laughs> so you can't blame that on dyslexia. No, no, no. I can't do that. I can't blame that. But at that moment, I was like, Michael Pfeiffer. That was before you were a huge Michelle Pfeiffer fan. Though. Right. Now before I've you were seen a Pfeiffer like three movies. Batman and uh, Hairspray. Hairspray. She's in that. Oh, yeah, she is. She's the villain in that. Josh likes Michelle circle. Pfeiffer the best. You know who I feel? I, I feel like it's weird with TV, like you or or movies, but you like go. I feel like I go through these things where I like don't see a person. 
and then like suddenly they're like in everything. They crop up and do a bunch of things. The so. mother from Home Alone. Oh yeah! So, like, all of a sudden, yeah. I see her in She's everything in a lot more I stuff watch. Now, I yeah. think it's did, something. Did she take the time? It's like take time off and then get back into acting, or did I just not know that she's in everything? She got a new agent, maybe. Yeah, but I don't know because she was because I was watching the the unfortunate events on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, the she do- was in there. The, doc- the eye doctor, the scary, the old doctor lady. Yeah, yeah. Spoilers. Oh yeah, it's not a spoiler. <laughs> she shows up eventually at a point. Yeah, yeah. And she's on there. Yeah, nice. that happens with actors a lot. I think the same thing happened with. Michelle Pfeiffer that she wasn't acting for a long time and then she's up in everything yeah suddenly Ant-Man uh, oh yeah she's the the mother right yeah, uh, yeah the new she was in it for five minutes but right spoilers that's right yeah spoilers <laughs> all of you Ant-Man you should have seen it late attenders now. you should have seen Ant-Man you should have seen Little Shop of Horrors you should have seen I mean I'm not really I don't really care if what we spoil anything spoiled? for people that listen to us if they if they're yeah. getting spoiled from our show then I mean, they're already living their life wrong you should have already they're listening to us yeah that was a bad call to begin with like <laughs> tuning in was your first mistake not knowing everything we were going to talk about was your other mistake you know that we are going to talk about the ending of every single thing I did actually one time so I was listening to a song it was uh, <laughs> nerdcore rap which is where they rap about they rap about stuff like video games and books and th- Dungeons and Dragons All and stuff right. like that. It's they called it nerdcore rap, and the guy and the song was called Spoiler Alert, and he was just randomly like saying all these things that are for the most part long time I feel like long time spoilers like things from old movies or whatever and he actually in the song he drops a piece of information to a book series that I was reading and hadn't or, oh, I or, <laughs> hadn't I gotten to that you. point and I was like no because <laughs> I didn't I felt like I was perfectly safe that was yeah. one of those really out of left field like I had no idea I'm about to have this book I'm reading spoiled by yeah. this song and then he was just like, this happens in this book. And I was like, oh, well, I already kind of felt like that was what was going to happen. But now I definitely know because yeah. this song spoiled it. That happened to me when, going back to series of unfortunate events, I was reading the books the first time because I read them twice as a kid. The first time I read them, I was about halfway through. I was super into them. I was like talking about them all the time. But they weren't that popular at that time. They'd already been out for a little bit. So I, nobody else was talking about it. And I'm just at a party one day. I'm minding my own business. I think I was getting food. And somebody's talking behind me. And they were like, yeah, I just finished Series of Unfortunate Events. This is the very last thing that happens. They said the ending. Just in the middle of this conversation, that's all I heard. And I was so devastated. Did you just walk over to them and just slap them? I didn't even confront them about it. That They spoiled it. <laughs> that person's out of my life. Now. That is upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of walking over to them slapping, though, I believe that was something he said in the... Uh, in the movie, I wanted I would come over there and slap you in the throat. <laughs> I just thought that's so hilarious. Well, I I've never read the books, and I did see the movie though, but I don't remember much about the movie. And I am assuming the movie wasn't that good. It was just first did, three books, and that they yeah. just really crammed stuff in. Because I remember like the stuff, pretty much the stuff that's already happened in the movie or in the show. I feel like they're already past the movie. Yeah, yeah, they only did the first three. Like, did they get to like? They just did Josephine. Up to Josephine. Yeah, that was as far as they got in the. Yeah, in and the, like it had some good parts movie. about it. it. They, the problem was they were cramming something into a movie and it was right. Hollywoodized. Jim Carrey as Calvin Wolf was. That good. was a good. Choice. I forgot that. Yeah. He was, and Meryl Streep, they did really good with casting. Meryl Streep as Aunt Josephine was really good. I did not like the Aunt Josephine in the show. Yeah, but you. I feel like they casted. But the you, kids uh, and the, you're all about Meryl Streep. Though. She's a great actress. Like just like your Jane Austen thing. Like you're like Meryl Streep's gonna be in anything. It's automatically just. No, she's done bad. 
okay. before. Okay. Maybe. What? Maybe. He's not sure what, but sit on that. probably. I'm sure she He'll has. eventually find something. <laughs> I'll make something really up. hard. So she was in a commercial for Sour Cream one time, and I didn't really. She probably would have rocked that. <laughs> but she did good as Aunt Josephine. She's so exactly cute. who I pictured. Um, I did not like the Aunt Josephine from the TV show. She, she was uh, really she overly silly. I, I don't know. Uh, it's been so long since I've seen the movie to remember if the other woman was better, but this, the lady in the show was really annoying. Yes, I agree. I didn't like the way they handled that yeah. book at all. Like, I think the movie did perfect with that book. So mm-hmm. there, the how many, so is, so I'm just taking a wild stab here. Each episode of that show seems like it's a part one and a part two. Is yeah. each part one, part two, a book? A book. Yeah. Yeah, there's so, 13 books and they're splitting so, each book up okay, into two. Okay, so uh, that makes sense. I, I love uh, this whole world that we're currently living in as far as um, entertainment creation of with, like, Netflix and Amazon and all that, making their own shows and taking something and and making it into a series right. that covers the material instead of cramming it into a two hour movie mm-hmm. yeah. and then trying to like make it the the what the best that you could do but also whatever is gonna be the most popular like like think about uh, the movies they made the Lord of the Rings movies they made back yeah. in the day those were they those are big books technically they're actually six books because the, the books are. There's books one through six, and but then they made it into three volumes, mm-hmm. whereas originally uh, J.R.R. Tolkien wanted it to just be one book. Yeah, but it is technically like six books. It's called like each section has a book, but uh, <clears throat> so they took what should be a huge book and made it into three movies, which essentially, I mean, they released them as three books, but there's no way. There's so much stuff in all of those mm-hmm. that you got at least three seasons of a TV show yeah, that you right. could have mm-hmm. one season per book and then that then you would be able to really like cover yeah. most of it but when you have to cram it and and like Netflix and stuff wasn't really a big thing when that came out but I'm just looking at it now and I'm just Making like show, yeah. I am so much for making the series than going to the Hollywood thing I know mm-hmm. the Hollywood movies probably make them way more money yeah but I'd rather watch, I mean, even with like Star Wars or something, I'd rather watch a show that was, you know, an hour, hour long episodes that cover a whole mm-hmm. little, like a plot line over time rather than. Well, I think that's different because Star things. Wars, they like wrote it as a movie instead of taking something and cramming it into a movie. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. Like there, there are things that are made for the big screen and they work for the big screen, but mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying I am entertained more in the small form factor. Mm-hmm. Even for stuff that is written as movies, I still feel like you'd do a better job if you just make a miniseries out of it. Yeah, it's nice that they don't have to, like, cram it down to two hours. They don't have to fit what Hollywood thinks it should be. Or, and, and like, so in the example of taking the books and then make them into a, a two-hour movie when, I mean, it was, you know, it takes somebody 30 hours to read the book, then you're obviously cutting a lot of stuff out. But so, conversely, like I said with Star Wars, because you, as you pointed out, those aren't mm-hmm. books already. They made them for the screen. But uh, watching the new ones, like the old ones were fine, but the like the newer ones, it's kind of like it felt like they're not cramming, they're stretching. Mm-hmm. So like we need to make this into a two and a half hour movie so people won't complain about that. the ten bucks that they spent on a ticket. But I'm like, if you made it into an hour episode of a TV show, and you're mm-hmm. t- and like sh- was that Sherlock and stuff that they have like two or three episodes per season? Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's not even like a, yeah. it's yeah. not even like a ten hour ten Brit- episode. British show. people don't care about formatting, right? No. They'll have like a, a twenty. 
episode season and then they'll do a two episode season and each episode's a day long <laughs> and, and they were filmed underwater yeah, i'm perfectly fine with that i'm like just tell me the story you don't need to add right. don't yeah, add fluff yeah, yeah. don't take out stuff just tell me exactly what the story is i don't care about your formatting and yeah. i'm hoping like the way the things have been shaping up that we're that the we're Netflix like moving catching up moving with, even yeah. more towards a world like that but then i know like your steven spielbergs are all like netflix sucks that they want like the art of film but that's like that would be keeping se- separate like okay you're not making a book into a movie but taking your own thought like making a movie out of a, a movie you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah i mean an original it, idea it's a, it's but there are no movies like that anymore yeah, yeah. reboots and remakes Reboot, and sequels and sequel. prequels treequels 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 about trees yeah it's the giving tree the giving treequel like they can make a three part movie out of the giving tree <laughs> That's the opposite. I want to see the ten episode miniseries of Goodnight Moon. <laughs> oh, they can make it. They could probably. That rabbit's got a backstory. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, honestly, like, they can they can stretch anything they want. They can shorten anything they want, but that doesn't mean it's going to be good. Yeah, right. Doesn't mean so. you should. Yeah, you can. You hear me, Hollywood? Hollywood, we are calling you out. Time's up. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> what? I just like I oh. thought I had a thought but I'm like Dah. I'm stretching it out. But yeah, I feel like American TV even American TV shows they like have the thing where like they have to have like 25 episodes a season yeah. and then you'll get like a lot of a lot of filler. Yeah. Whereas like a British show they'll be like we made 12 episodes this season cuz we had 12 episodes and then the next season we made 7. Yeah. Or like the show, mm-hmm. the IT crowd, they made they had like a couple seasons with like six episodes, and then they had a last season, and then they just like, well, let's all make that into one episode. Then they had like an hour and a half episode with a season's worth of plot lines in it, and just because they don't they don't do filler. And something also British TV does is they don't care about the characters like American TV does because they'll just start Kill killing main characters the... because it's not like there's just no because s- American people are like oh you can't kill my favorite character because that's the only reason I'm watching and British people are like we don't care kill them kill them all we're heartless I I prefer that I guess I'm just not an it American. gives you more I must not sense. be very American at heart because I uh, pretty much whenever other people do their thing I'm like that's much better than what they do yeah. here yeah. in America. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm okay with killing. I don't want I don't like it when they senselessly like just just kill somebody for shock value, but let or mm-hmm. or write them off the show. You know, you don't have to kill them, but um, but uh, when it serves the plot, right? When it right. makes sense. I don't like the I don't know if, if if we call this an American thing, but whatever it is, I don't like the people that like survive everything all the dang time, and right. you never yeah. feel and, the threat. Like, and you, you know, know like I know they're gonna get out of this. I I read a book series. And I, I think the guy that wrote the book series was American, but there was these, like, three, like, there's the, these main characters, and they start the book off with, like, these three main characters, and they kind of add characters as they go. And in the entire book, like, those guys were, you know, allegedly on the, almost gonna die. Like, you're like, okay, this is a huge, this is like a 13, 14 book series. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing ever <laughs> happens to those guys. So there's like one or two main-ish characters that anything happens yeah. to. And like, but for the most part, like every main character. So like, my wife's uh, reading the books now and I, I want to be like, don't worry. 99% of the people that you yeah. know and like and care <laughs> about will there. never have anything happen to them yeah. and they will still be there at the end. But I like it when a show or a series, they'll show you, like, we mean business. We will kill somebody off. Mm-hmm. Right. We're going to do it. Right. Because this is life. Yeah, and that's what I, I always thought it would be fun. Like, if I write, I want to write something, whether it's a TV show, a movie, a book, whatever. I thought if I write something, it would be fun to do things like that where 
It wouldn't even be like building up. Like you don't build up to like this big thing like in Star Wars. Spoiler alert! When you're like uh, Han Solo goes out there to talk to Kylo you know Ren, and then you like you're like, yeah, you're yeah. like uh oh, and then he like stabs him, and you're like, okay, right. that could have went either way, but it totally went this way. Da, da, da. I wanted to just be like, they're just like in the middle of a conversation, and a spaceship falls out, this guy lands on him while they're talking, <laughs> yeah, and then just like oh! no fanfare, yeah, right? And it's just like oh, okay then. You're just just like this completely random thing.